Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Money Lion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strengths. Hello, hello, your boy Dion Rocco Williams here with MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. We have a very special treat for you today. I don't have just one. I don't have just two. I don't have just three. I have four guests today. Four. Boom. Four. Starting out with my brother from another mother. Yes, sir. Richie Williams in the house. Dion, how you doing, sir? NASCAR QB. Yes, sir. You know, is in the house. And then my other brother from another mother, Kenyatta Houston, a.k.a. Cap. This is your captain speaking. That's him. <laughs> and he's speaking. That's and we're me. going to talk today. Look, guys, I'm so glad y'all are on the show today and um, and blessing me with your presence on this beautiful off weekend. This up Hold on, I didn't, bring, pre- I didn't oh. bring presents. I didn't, I didn't bring, bring presents either. Come on, man. You didn't tell me to bring nothing. Thought- that should be a given. Y'all are like y'all don't know me. For all y'all who don't know, these aren't just two um, legendary trailblazing crew members in the sport as well. I, I have the pleasure of calling these two young individuals as well as the other two you're going to meet, my friends. And, um, you know, glad to have y'all on the sport, and we're going to yes, get sir. down let's, to it today. Yes, sir. Let's do it. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, um, um, have a great show today. I wanted to touch on some stuff that we have going on. As y'all know, my side hustle, I am working with NASCAR Diversity Pit Crew. I have a contract mm-hmm. with them where I'm hel- helping Coach Phil Horton. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, cool. we are in the process of our campus tour our nascar drive for diversity pit crew development campus tour and so far we've hit u of m we was at university of miami the u we've uh arizona state um the week prior and just finished up at um the wolf pack okay oh nc state nc state State. (laughs) so um we we've had a lot of success on these combines and we're coming across um a lot of talented athletes and um there is a common theme that i'm coming across with these athletes and the thing is, don't really understand what NASCAR is. And most of the individuals that we are, um, you know, reciprocating to are African-American athletes. Mm-hmm. And as yourself, in being in this sport so long, I always bring up your names as okay. when I'm trying to convince them on all the possibilities and all the opportunities available in this sport. And just wanted to touch on those personal experiences of both of y'all that y'all have had, you know, and right. I told them to watch this show, you yeah. know, because gotcha. I knew y'all were going to be on here. Oh, so, yeah. you know, as uh, let's just start with you first, Richie. And um, <clears throat> how many years has this been in your sport and why has NASCAR been so good to you? Man, I think this is season 11 for me. Um, it's been a blessing, man. It's been a blessing, you know, transitioning over from football, uh, played in Canada, played in App State in college or whatnot. Um, and it just fulfilled that that void of, of competition, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, camaraderie, uh, just being around the team, the guys or whatever. And uh, every time you jump up on that wall, man, you just get that adrenaline rush that you got when you stepped <laughs> on the field, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's a big thing right there, man. Yeah, so what about oh, you, yeah. Cap? Man, uh, this is year 14 for me. And uh, 
you know, un- unlike the the other three guys here that, you know, transitioned into some football beyond um, backyard football for myself, um, you know, I had to, I had to go in uh, and get in that factory work and uh, get in there and get my hands dirty, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I, uh, you know, had the opportunity through the diversity program that, you you know, the, the, what you're doing for the guys is great. You guys are actually going on tour now. Absolutely. Um, uh, there wasn't a tour back when I started, you know. Um, I just – had the opportunity to get in the door at the time, and here I am today. Every week, um, after the pa- over the past three weeks, I've been showcasing Slaw Cam at these different universities, Uh-oh. and yep. you know, giving you tidbits of what Coach and I have been experiencing. You know, as you know, as a uh, Wake Forest alumni, Demon Deacon, it pained <laughs> me a little bit to walk on some of these campuses. But anyways, um, I was at NC State with Coach, and we had a very good turnout, and. Um, the athletes that that showcased there were um, very excited and eager to participate. And let me just show you guys what that looked like from our perspective, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that. All right. All right, all my Wake Forest fans, I apologize. I'm here on MC State's campus. We just finished up with the National Combine here at NC State University. Beautiful facilities. I apologize in advance, Wake Forest Demon Deacons. There it is, nice, NC State. Nice. Like I said, it pained me a little bit to walk on that campus. You know, a lot of history there, but awesome facilities at NC mm-hmm. State. I had no idea. It's kind of tucked in the uh, in the corner. It's not even on campus. It's um, you know, about five or six miles from campus, which really? is a little okay. bit um, okay. awkward for me. I I typically like my facilities close, close by. You know, mm-hmm. close by. But at the same time, awesome facilities. We had a great turnout. Imagine Richie at App State. If we would have came on a tour to your school at App State, how would you have gravitated to the opportunity to uh, pick crew combine? Oh, man, um, I probably would have been on the fence about it. Uh, in the situation I was in, um, you know, just, just a football player at college, uh, you had some success in college, and you think about going to that next level, mm-hmm. um, and you think you got a chance also. So, you know, that's a big, that's a big part of what's on these guys' mind. Um, they're thinking about uh, NFL, yeah. CFL, uh, AFL, and things like that or whatnot. But, um, this is a great, great. Formerly known as. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, formerly known. Formerly known. But, uh, yeah, man, just to have another option, just another avenue, just to just to even just think about mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Just something to consider, man. It's, it's awesome, man. And it's, uh, it's big for the sport and it's big for these athletes coming out of college. Before you chime in, can you, let me read something. NASCAR has traditionally been recognized as a sport dominated by white males. With a Southern audience that rarely includes people of color, you certainly don't consider traditional pit crew members as bona fide athletes. And that has changed tremendously because we all know up and down pit road, that's all you see 
are bona fide athletes now. So the game has changed in that regard. These days, NASCAR is incorporating supreme athleticism and people from all walks of life as it moves towards the future. And as they move towards the future, this program, NASCAR's Drive for Diversity program, is a development system that began in 2004, as you all know, and it has blossomed and and, and grown to the point where legendary faces of the sport are nearing retirement and, you know, revenues are declining. How can we create excitement around this sport? How can we engage new fans and get them excited? And that starts from us. And I feel like we have a responsibility, Cap. You can chime in on this. We have a responsibility more than others to spread that word. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree because, you know, not only uh, do we have to spread the excitement, but we have to spread the um, the comfortability of having uh, another option. Yep. Um, growing up uh, as a black male in, in my community, you always just thought that it was just um, basketball, football, just sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you really didn't get into uh, the, the teachers. They would always press, oh, you got to be a doctor or a lawyer uh, mm-hmm. uh, to, to make it in this world. And with 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 me, I just felt like, Wow, that was too high to too high to climb. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I can, you know, I'm a, I'm an athlete, so I'm gonna get it with sports. Um, and then when I didn't get with sports, I thought, well, I'm gonna get it with rap music. <laughs> so yep. <laughs> when I didn't get there, I'd be like, well, um, okay, this opportunity to change tires just came up. Yep. Uh, let me see what I can do here. And look at you now. Look at me mm-hmm. now. I mean, 14 years later. Like I said, guys, so much more to talk about uh, with you two gentlemen. We want to get more into that when we get back. A little bit more into what you are, who you are as a person. Right. Introduce you to the world and, right. you know, and appreciate all the contributions you have made to this sport as well as um, learn a little bit more and get our financial crew chief hats on, you know. So anyway, right. stay tuned. We'll be right back with Richie Williams and the cap. Yep. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango, Del, you make my heart go bang, 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 honey, honey, mango. Only one dollar for me to savor, I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Troy. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling right in the studio. MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. Oh, they're still rolling. Okay. You know how the music gets you, Cap. You know? I'm going to go straight to you. You touched a little bit on you. Some bars, man. I'm going to drop them up, man. I'm telling you. Man, long story short, let me just enlighten y'all. If you go to YouTube and and just search Kenyatta Houston, I mean, 
his album list and his track list over mm. the years, his yeah. track list over the years as it relates to NASCAR related songs. Uh, you might be the only one doing it like that, Kenyatta. You yeah, might, on pit road, definitely. You, you're definitely. Uh, my music <laughs> relates my experiences in life. So, yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. You're from New York, mm. and you moved to Mooresville. Yeah. So I like to say, you know, I like to say. Um, you know, there's always a debate like where you're from, from mm-hmm. how long you spend. I like always like to say I was uh, born in New York, uh, raised here in Mooresville, North Carolina. Race city. Uh, yeah. So it's like, a, you know, I'm a country boy from the Bronx. OK. Yeah. <laughs> country boy from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how did the music come about? You've always been involved in music, right? Yes. Uh, it's just it's just it was just in me from Bronx, New York um, in the 70s where um, rap, hip hop, DJing, uh, breakdancing, uh, graffiti tag and all that stuff hit hit hard. As a kid, um, when I would go, my mom would take me take me somewhere, and I see um, see a guy cutting open a big refrigerator box, <laughs> taking it to the sidewalk. They got their Adidas suit down, Adidas shoes, and next thing you know, they start spinning around their backs. I'm like, oh, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. what's going on? So I was exposed to hip hop uh, at a young age. Then when I came down into North Carolina, you know, I got exposed to um, fishing. Um, uh, a little bit of outdoor, a little bit of outdoors life. Uh, Spear climbing trees. Oh, yeah. I see your Instagram. You're you're, you're fully involved yes, in the country yes, lifestyle. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm a country boy. I'm, You've I'm embraced it with got, both as, these, oh, yeah. these boys. Been to the house, you know. I got oh, yeah. I got the chickens. Got uh, <laughs> got got a little land and everything. This and that. But um, yeah. It's just is it that was in me. So when I started writing, uh, it's is is the same as poetry. Then you write it and you got beats and. Next, you know, me and my homeboys were making music. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then we was writing about what we was, you know, the experiences growing up. So I always loved to do it. And when I got into NASCAR, I was like, let me write about my experiences here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up being the only one rapping about uh, NASCAR at the time. And it's not just rapping. I mean, the music is actually good. I mean, when yeah. I'm downloading it and then your drivers at the time, I think it was the driver number 38 at the time at Bristol. He walked out to your music. Right. And right, right. At, the time, at the time, we didn't realize how big of a deal that was. Right. We were like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's just Kenyatta making music. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we, we, we took you for granted. But look back, looking back on that yeah. years afterwards, that was a big deal. Oh, I, th- I think about it all the time, especially <laughs> when, like, I had a little, uh, our studio was in a, um, out, out, outbuilding out back of, mm-hmm. of the house of my homeboy's house and i remember when uh speed channel came down and recorded a uh, video the life in the pits and i'm just looking like wow <laughs> this is this is crazy you know i mean this is uh this and is richie awesome. you can relate to that you're a country boy as well from you camden at the you same time when i it. when i talk about you to other athletes i say you might be the most high the most decorated pick crew member we have with just your compliments and for y'all to know Richie Richie Williams was the starting quarterback for App State when they took down Michigan no they, oh they know correction. yeah they know correction I'm sorry no you weren't no I was oh. starting quarterback for the first national championship well same difference no man I don't I can't take that shine from my from my little homie man okay what's his name Armani Edwards oh I, Armani. yeah I can't Armani. take his shine App man. State has so many accomplishments and winning those the national championship even though you know you you stole Wake Forest's colors yeah. <laughs> You know, y'all were on, doing. We go, we gonna do this again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's not do that. Okay. okay. I, I want to get okay. our financial crew chiefs. So I, right. I want you to lead us into that. Our financial crew chief segment of the show is brought to us by Money Lion. And with that being said, I want to talk to you on different opportunities. As we know, NASCAR pit crew, you it will provide a fruitful career. Yes. And yes. a lot of opportunities for you. In other ways, what are some ways that crew members who are listening to you in the sport now can start thinking and prepping themselves for um, uh, income after? Pit stop. Oh, man. Um, 
What are some little advice I, you can give them? Man, just uh, just just do some, find something you love. Okay. You know saying? Something else you're interested in uh, outside of the sport and just kind of just learn about it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Study up on it. Do your homework or whatnot. Uh, it's a lot of former athletes. So like myself, I coach high school football on the side. And also I train quarterbacks on the side. Quarterbacks? Yes, I oh, do. What you know about? Oh, that's right. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so between high school coaching, I train quarterbacks. Um, also, I started up my own trucking company. I'm running box trucks, uh, home team logistics. Uh, and Is that all- something you always wanted to do? But why box <clears throat> trucks? Why, why the trucking industry? We had a guest last week who was pursuing that as well, Landon mm-hmm. Walker. Uh, he's the fueler on the 24 car. He was mentioning that, mentioning that as well as that was a lucrative opportunity for him. How did that come about? Man, just, uh, just you know, where our shop is located, it's a lot of around. It's around a lot of big uh, companies, uh, industries, stuff like that. And um, you see a lot of box trucks going back and forth, back and forth. So I just started looking up. What were they shifting? Why were they there? And uh, just learning the industry. And uh, I figured, I was like, man, this is something I might enjoy doing. So, you know what I'm saying? Over over a year or so, got my LLC, got started, my DOT, my authority. And here we are, man. We roll it. And it's funny you say that because Coach Horton, when he's talking to these athletes at these different combines, that's one thing that he explains is the fact that when you're starting out, NASCAR, the the – the position that we're recruiting them for, it allows you the opportunity to have a lot of free time to pursue other opportunities mm-hmm. as well. That's true. Is you yeah. can make great money in a small time frame to right. the point where you have extracurricular, you have um, extra time to focus on other endeavors. What do you have to add to that, Kenyatta, if anything? Well, I have to, uh, you know, f- first off, you know, my uh, financial tip is to uh, don't spend more than you make. Mm. Mm. You know, it's just, I just try to keep it simple. Yep. Um, and you don't need a lot of calculators to do that. You know, you know, you seem like a shoebox money type of guy. I I am. I I, I I can relate. But, uh, you know, shoebox be a little too big for me. So (laughs) I just, you had to go to the trunk, (laughs) the the big trunk at the end of the bed. (laughs) Right. Oh man. That shoebox has gotten big over 14 years. No, no, no. He's he's switching (laughs) around. Yeah. You switch around, see, like I'm just more like the like I bought a new phone and the box my phone came in. That's that's what that's what that's where I put the dollar the, the extra dollar bills at. But um, I I I just like to get into you know business business and try to be uh, business oriented and try to learn and try to pick up as much knowledge as I can. Um, I've had a, a restaurant, I've had a nightclub, and now I have a um, photography video, videography business that um. Believe it or not, I'm actually uh, making more doing the photography videography mm-hmm. than I am with the restaurant nightclub. Now, the ne- restaurant nightclub brought in more money, but I have to pay people and mm-hmm. buy a lot of inventory. With me just being my own employee, all I got to do is go snap some pictures and uh, be like, here, here you go. Oh, that's awesome. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. So it's safe to say that, um, you know, the opportunities exist, too. They well, yeah, certainly, a lot of money. certainly, certainly, certainly. So at these points in your career, you know, um, where are you now as far as your focus? And as and, and as you learn to in this sport, yeah. how can you pay that for it? And before we switch to our other guests, mm-hmm. you know, our rotation, leave something for these athletes that reminds them about the contributions that you've made to this sport, as mm-hmm. well as the possibilities for them to be in a position like you. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, man. I just uh <clears throat> I just like to tell them all the time, man, if I see cats on on pit road or or even at the shop, because we got a lot of young guys at the shop with us, you're gonna meet a couple of them in a second. Just tell them, man, hey, focus on what you're doing. 
enjoy it, have fun, but always be thinking about the next step. Mm -hmm. You always got to be thinking about the next step. You got to use this opportunity right now to set up the next chapter in life because everybody's not going to be able to do this forever, just like Mm -hmm. any sport. You know what I'm saying? Injury, age, something's going to happen, and you're going to have to go to the next chapter, and you got to be ready when that comes up. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah, Rich just laid it out. He just put the contract over here, everything he just said. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead and co-sign <laughs> on it because it's all good. It is exactly what he said. Just, um, you know, always be mindful of of, of what, you, what you're doing. Be happy doing it, and uh, don't give up when the times get bad. For all of our young athletes out there on pit road, when you see two – these two stand-up individuals don't hesitate to pick their brain to ask a question because that's right, guys, that's how we mm-hmm. get better. You know, ask those questions, be involved, be passionate about what you want to do. Right. And, um, you know, you two gentlemen uh, represent that to the fullest. And uh, Yeah, you Rich, know. Richie's a stand-up individual. I'm more of a sit-down type of guy because <laughs> I'm a little older. And, uh, you know, man, his back ain't working like it used to. Can we get the young bucks in here? You yeah, know? Man, let's young get bucks the boys in Let's get the young bucks in here anyways. Man. MRN. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet, Del Tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango, Del, you make my heart go. into Del Taco for the Honey Mango Crispy Chicken Taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just $1. Price and participation may vary. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Work. And we're back. I'm Rocco Williams, and I'm joined by the youngins, the young bucks, the young whippersnappers, the, the future all-stars of the game. And you're not really that young in this sport anymore, but you're younger than us. But anyway, Jonathan Willard, a.k.a. Tig, and Marshall McFadden, thanks for joining us and filling the seats of your predecessors no earlier. Problem, appreciate appreciate you having me, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to feel the void of those guys, man. They got them guys legendary, so... Man, hey, that's why we're here, right? Yes, sir. We're going to end up there. You know, Legendary Marshall, real quick, starting with you and Yen, how did you get into this sport? Where you come from? Introduce yourself to all of our NASCAR pit crew fans. Uh, I'm Marshall McFadden, uh, recently retired from the NFL. Just wanted to go and put that out there. Went to Sacramento State University. But uh, after my career was done with football, you know, I took a long ride home, you know, back to Charlotte, North Carolina from uh, Toronto because I also played in the CFL as well. Took that long ride home and, you know, really didn't know what I wanted to do, what I, what I was going to do, because all I did is play football. Mm-hmm. Played it all my life, and we all know it. Played it since Yeha. 
But I uh, had a mutual friend, had a friend that was in the sport, and he actually said, hey, you should come check this out. Mm-hmm. You know, And I was like, okay, I'm up for it, not doing anything else. So went out there, checked it out, and the environment was, you know, ridiculous. It was just like football. When you checked it, it out, you went to a race, is what you're saying. Well, you no, actually, practice. I went to the practice. Mm-hmm. I went to the I went yep. to the practice first, and you know, I went out there. I seen the camaraderie, guys, you know, joking around. They <laughs> competing. You know, they they afterwards they working out. They watching film. I was like, man, this is like football. Sounds this is less like, physical. Like- you know, so uh, I was like, I'm all for this. So I just kept going, kept going, kept going, mm-hmm. kept going. So eventually, coach took notice of that and, you know, took a chance on me. See, there's athletes that I've come across like in your position where when we go to certain schools, you know, uh, you went to South Carolina State as well, but you knew you had those NFL aspirations. And when you try to pitch a sport like NASCAR and pit crew, which is fairly uh, unfamiliar with mm-hmm. certain athletes, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it's I, over their head. And I can imagine coming to recruit you at South Carolina State. Hey, what about NASCAR? What would you have said? Oh, what are you talking about, NASCAR? <laughs> Listen, I stayed 15 minutes from the track in, in Darlington, and i never been to a race. I've used that line with Atlanta Motor I, Speedway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I never, I never been to a race. You know, I, I was hate when they come in town because it's going to bring a lot of traffic, <laughs> a lot of people getting stopped, you know. So, uh, But uh, I was happy to get in, introduced to it and uh, just took advantage, ended up getting a contract with it. End up getting a contract as a fueler, mm-hmm. and it just kind of took off from there. And I, 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 I sometimes question myself: is man, what if I just would have went to NASCAR when I got mm-hmm. out of college mm-hmm. instead of going to play football? I and with it. football, it gave me a great, a great head start in life, and I, re- I respect that. But NASCAR, man, mm. oh man, that T, <laughs> let, let's switch over to you, Mister Clemson University. Where That's are you right. from? How'd you get into the sport? I mean, you have uh, research in you, Tig. I, I knew you. <laughs> I thought I knew you. But then I started researching you, and I was like, "What? You're a you're a super pro. You're you're the you led Clemson in tackles two years in a row. Mm. I mean Tennessee yeah. tight. I mean Tig. Let's introduce yourself uh, to our uh, NASCAR pit crew fans. Well, first of all, I'm Jonathan Tig Willard mm-hmm. um, from a small town in South Carolina called Loris, which is Loris. down by Myrtle Beach. Okay, and uh, went from there. Uh, was a four time state champion in wrestling in high school. Uh, did. Good in track, uh, All-American football. Um, went from Loris High School football to Clemson University football and played there all four years and ended up getting my degree and everything. I did pretty, pretty what good What was your degree Clemson. in? Um, so I got, I got my degree in behavioral science sociology okay. with a minor in horticulture. In horticulture. Yeah, I'm a study of plants. Study of plants. The study of plants. Well, yeah. you can come to my house anytime because my thumb is brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll be able. I'll be there. I'll be there. Don't worry about. It. I got you. And then the superhero. Oh man, where did this come about? You saved a family. For, I mean, so yeah. So after Clemson, I went to. I was going to training camp to go mm-hmm. to the Tennessee Titans, and on my way there, I was on I forty and whatnot, and you know just. Thinking about going to camp, you know, just preparing myself, preparing my mind to go to camp, you know, listen, listen to some good old music, just jamming. And, and there was a car in front of me and the just car just started smoking. And, and uh, you know, I ain't thinking nothing. Of, you know, we're going up and down here. You know, I ain't really thinking too much about it. Just still vibing. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like two fireballs come from under the car. Mm. And I'm like, oh, man, this can't be no good. You know, it's fire, car, <laughs> we driving. It ain't good. And they're probably like, Probably like a quarter mile down the road, you no, know, they still driving with us. I'm like, okay, so obviously they they're not gonna stop. So I'm going to go ahead and speed up to them, sped up to them, and 
uh, got him to stop or whatnot and pull over. And then as soon as he pulled over, you know, I just seen, you know, kids in the back of the car and mm. the ladies kind of not not really frozen, but just not knowing, like, what's going on. So, you know, just kind of got the kids out. That instinct kicked out. in. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. And that's a, that was an awesome story. And, it, and it's I was saddened to the fact that I did not know that before, you know, and I, <laughs> I, I was embarrassed. <laughs> like, I called this guy my friend. I didn't even know that story, you know. But anyways, that 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 was a heartfelt story. And, um, you know, I commend you on that. Well, it takes know, a to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I, try not, I, try not, I try not to mention it too much. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want. I guess that to kind of define, you know, who I am. You know, I would like the person, you know, come up to me, you know, ask him about me, and then I, you know, I can maybe slide it in there. But I ain't, uh-huh. ain't really talk about it too much. You know, I, I get that a hundred percent, and you know that that's a great story. Thank you for sharing. And as I promised, I have my athletes at these combines. I I have them watching this show, uh-huh. and I have a segment called "Get in School." And get in school by this Goddard School is where we're going into now. And I want you to help me get them get get these kids schooled. Yeah. Yes, sir. Get in school is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun. Learning for life and how we're going to teach these, how we're going to learn these individuals. I want you to start off first, Tig, as um, I had the question is when you're at the racetrack, how does it feel? Like there's a lot of uh, similarities between when we played football and the Mm -hmm. mental preparation we had to go through prior to a race, during a race and after. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Well, for the most part, just like football, we practice 85 percent. Then we play in the game, you know, another 15, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's not much game time, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. And we do the same thing here. I mean, we practice four days a week, and then we race, you know, two days. Mm-hmm. So for the for my mental uh, aspect of things, like for me, just flying in, you know, I'm kind of thinking about, okay, because each, each race is different. Each track is different. You know, we might have a two-tire mm-hmm. track. We might have a four-tire track. We're going to be all four. We might have a Daytona where you're going to run mostly four tires and just fill them up with gas, you mm-hmm. know, just – Maybe all gas out, so I don't really got too much to think about. But uh, for me, uh, just flying there, I'm kind of thinking about things of that I need to do, uh, how I can make make the team a little bit better. Uh, you know, things that we went through this past weekend. Um, then when I, when I get there, it's all about the, the setup. You know, just kind of taking you know the setup or and just talking to everyone, making sure everyone's minds is okay. You know, make sure everyone is calm. And then it's, it's the time where you where you get where you get dressed. And when you get dressed, it's where I'm just kind of, you know, just focusing in on myself then. Now I'm just kind of focusing on myself because, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't check everybody out, you know. Mm-hmm. Most time they don't don't even know that I'm kind of checking them out, but, you know, I done check them out. So now it's time for me to get, get uh, ready. So, you know, I, I got my headphones, you know, got a little music I, I listen to. And, this uh, is pre-race. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah definitely getting pre-race. in the zone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get, getting in the zone then and just getting myself calm, you know. At first, I like to listen to a little bit of fast music, mm-hmm. but the closer I get towards the race, my music kind of slows down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> music steady slows down. Then, you know, we walk out to the car. I do my final checks on the car. Um, even though I seen it earlier, you know, I come back and see it again, make sure everything's just like it was earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, then it comes time to race time. Race time is more calm and relaxed for me. Um mm-hmm. I mostly just sit still on the wall, you know, after I do my little warm-up or whatnot. And, you know, you should get these here, NFL, broken bones. <laughs> get them warmed up. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But after that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, just just relaxing and chilling uh, on the wall until, you know, I'm just, just listening in my headset or uh, whatnot, just waiting for 
uh, the crew chief to tell me what exactly we need to do. You know, I, I know my job is to do exactly what he said do as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he gives us the call, now now the cars come and I just pretty much make sure that the guys to the left of me and the guys to the right of me know exactly what, what uh, we're doing. Because I'm, I'm the jagged man, so I stand directly in the middle of everybody. You're like the captain of the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You have to get exactly. the calls, make sure everybody's on the same page. So that's a big responsibility. And um, it's one I'm sure you've taken a lot of notes from Richie Williams. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, um, when I first came, Rich, Rich, Rich was, was the first guy that was actually a jagged man that actually came over and helped me out. Mm-hmm. So that's how you do. I love Rich, man. Yeah, all the time. Marshall, Shout I. Shout out to Coach Rich. Shout out to Coach Rich and Marshall. I'm gonna switch it up on you. I wanted you to talk about your fuel, the fuel cans, and in, in the process. But I wrote down a question one of the athletes had, and um, I feel you'll be best to answer it. Okay. And um, for me, buddy? what or who helped you when you felt any disappointment over the realization that football wasn't in your future anymore? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, my pops. You know, my pops is a he's a very positive guy, mm-hmm. and he always find the light in the worst scenarios or the worst cases. And uh, just ta- just talking to, just talking to him, you know, he 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 made so that hey son, there's more opportunities out there. You got two degrees. Uh, you played at the top of the mountain. You have two degrees. And, yeah. What are your yeah. degrees in, uh, by the way? In uh, sports communication and sports management. And that's yeah. from uh, South Carolina State University. East South Carolina State yes, sir. University. Aye. Proud yes, of that. Yes, sir. Aye. So uh, he just he just he just shed light on that, and it just made me feel better coming home, especially when you got somebody in your corner. You know, doing a situation like that because all football players, you know, when it ends because you've done it all your life, it's a, it's 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 a sad, it's sad going down that down that mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, so having somebody lift you up like him, it was it was an easier transition for me. It's great that you had that support in your corner, and one of the biggest things that I realize as I hear your story as compared to Jonathan. Jonathan went to Clemson University. Everyone knows Clemson University, big time university, national championships, three national championships. Learned Leo. last week, <laughs> you know. Thanks, by the way, Leo. for for schooling me on that. But no at the problem. same time, coming from South Carolina State University, a smaller school, and to the point where you being gathering uh, the attention that you did and made yeah. it to the NFL, that is a huge accomplishment. Being that that scale is so small there, so you, John, I really think he had to be better than you. Oh Ooh. no, definitely not. You know, y'all hear that? Love. Y'all hear that? Definitely <laughs> and, not. And and to speak on what Rocco saying, pe- a lot of people don't know that I sat out a whole year because it was lockout year when I came out. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't even get picked up, no camp. I didn't get invited to anything. But I still had the willpower, like something I'm not gonna give up on my dream. Went home to visit my mama the following year, and I get a call from the Steelers. They flew me out to Pittsburgh. I worked out against all these D1 supposed to be linebackers and end up winning the job. You know, mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm playing on a Thursday night for the Pittsburgh still against the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, so. And, and next and, thing you know, you signed a Chip Ganassi <laughs> racing, yeah. jumping out in front of 3,000-pound cars. We even, Human Frogger is what you're doing right now yeah, with yes, a sir, gas can in your that's hand. So that's, uh, that's like pretty it. dope, and we're excited about it. And I want to get back into our final segment just in a little bit. We got Clutch Performers coming up, and we're going to highlight these fuelers as well. So, If you're hoping that 2021 will finally bring some good news specifically about ham, well, you just might be an Applegate-tarian. Because Applegate Naturals slow-cooked ham has no chemical nitrates, no sugar, and made with pork raised with no antibiotics ever. So, yeah, looks like things on the ham front are looking pretty, pretty good. 
2021 is the year for ham, people. Go Applegatarian. Yo, chicken so crispy, sauce so sweet. Del tacos, your tacos make crispy leaves. A crispy chicken taco with honey and mango. Tell you make my heart go bang, bang, bang. Only one dollar for me to savor. I'm in love with honey mango flavor. Slide into Del Taco for the honey mango crispy chicken taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just one dollar. Price and participation may vary. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It is my favorite time of the day. It's the Clutch Coffee Performance of the Week Award. And uh, over the past few shows, we have been showcasing the top um, athletes in each individual positions. We started with the changers, we the tire carriers, and today we will be highlighting the fuelers. These are the top 10 fuelers in the sport as it remains today. And how we come up with this criteria, we have a, a, a template in, in, in place where we determine who makes this list. At the top of the board, we have Rick Pigeon. He is the fueler for the number 41. Congratulations, Rick Pigeon. Been around forever. Pretty good guy. We have Pretty Kevin good. Wing from the number 17, fueler on the number 17, driven by who drives number 17? Ooh, y'all are bad. Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 hey, hey, come on, Ricky. Oh, Ricky. We know their competition, but good <laughs> Lord, God. Matthew Terrell from the number 18, balling out Kyle yeah, Bush's yeah, three yeah. wins already. I mean, he Doing better it, get it full. Yeah. Doing it. You know how it is with Kyle Bush. You <laughs> better get it full. All right, we have Kellen Mills from the number 11. I think the number 11, they have a couple of wins, or they have one win right now. They're balling out. Oh, He's man, getting man. her full. Evan Marshall from the number four for Kevin Harvick. Yeah. You better get it fooled because oh, Kevin yeah. will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got Chris Conklin from the number 22, balling out, you know, oh, yeah. defending champions with Joey Logano. Oh. Jeremy Howard from the number 10. We have Nick Hensley balling out on the number two and okay. Ken Purcell from the number 19. And lastly, in 10th spot, Andrew Lackey from the number 12. And these fuelers, they go. You don't pay attention to the fuelers as much until you get to that racetrack you're leading, yep. and you yep. hit turn four, and you see that car start wiggling. <laughs> we, we've been there. You see that yeah, car start wiggling before. on pit road, and, and everybody, what do they do? They look at the fuel man like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. How much do we have in there? And it, I didn't hear some stories about that, man. And uh, uh, you, can, you can chime in on that, Marshall, as, as a fueler. What are some of the fears that you have when it comes to uh, fueling a car? As a tire carrier, I could never relate to the <laughs> – the stresses of that, but it was a position that I did not want to be in. I did not yeah, want to be yeah. that guy that created the car. I mean, that you was know. the reason the car did not get full. Was it, well, young guy, you know, being an experience, and you learn as you do things. But one thing you want to make sure, especially dealing with fuel, is uh, take care of your fuel head. You mm. know, make, make, make sure that you uh, 
rebuilding them, make sure that you got O-rings because you don't want to have that situation where you don't get an engaged and turn forward towards the end, that thing get the wiggling mm-hmm. and you're out of gas and everybody looking at you and the weight on your shoulder. So you don't want no, you don't want those problems because that's a bad feeling. That's brother. a bad <laughs> feeling, man. <laughs> that's a bad feeling. Tig, you see yourself on a clutch performer list um, at some point, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's coming, man. Um, How are you going to get there? How are you going to get there? Hey, it's all mental. All mental. Do, do the same thing I've been doing. But at the same time, go through film, uh, working with uh, Richie, working with my coaches and everybody, just trying to cut down numbers, uh, stay consistent in what I'm doing now. And, hey, everything will be all right. It's the eye of the tiger and the heart of a champion. I like it. Always like throwing it. them tigers around. <laughs> man. Get out of here. I'm, trying, I'm tired of hearing all that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's awesome. And, and the thing that I see, guys, you know, and, and I'm so happy, you know, as I look in the studio and see, you know, not only my friends but my crew members, and you guys are doing it on a high level. In the studio with me today to the point – you guys are very fortunate to have the likes of these two behind y'all yeah. and supporting y'all exactly. because I know for a fact there's a lot to be learned oh, from that. And as I'm traveling to these schools and, and coaches is reiterating to these guys, this is not an easy process. You know, when we go mm-hmm. to the combines, the first thing that comes out of these athletes' mouths is how much money can you make? Oh, and, <laughs> and, and whatever the case may be. Yeah. And coach is brutally honest. He's like, you're not going to make any money to three years. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to make any money for three years. Those three years are tough. It depends on your grind, your work ethic. And it might not take three years for some, but you can't say that because we don't know your work ethic. Exactly. Exactly. But as it it relates to numbers, as it relates to numbers at the end of the day, it is a process, an uphill journey, one that I think everybody in this room has embraced and loved to the point where I feel like we can confidently look in this camera and say we've contributed a lot to this sport as it relates to the popularity of it and the yes, spreading sir. of yeah. it to not only our friends and family, but to the sport, right? Yes, sir. In general. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. You know, we can all pat ourselves on the back for that, you know, in this off week. We deserve it. You know, there really isn't an off week. So, uh, yeah, but we still grind. Easter still grind. still grind. It's Easter. We might not work on Sunday on nah. Easter, but yeah. we're going to work in, in some way, shape, or form. Ain't that right, exactly. brother? Or fashion. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely take Sunday off. Like, anyways, I, I, I'm loving this total eclipse of my show today it's a beautiful thing today and <laughs> thank you for joining us today on MRN and crew call guys y'all have definitely made this off weekend a, a great weekend uh, yes, you know good luck to you, you and the rest you. of the season and and advancing as as crew members and i know one day y'all will make that list as well yes sir appreciate it thank you for having me man oh yeah absolutely the cap oh. is speaking the cap <laughs> so now what guys the big the big ass house. We didn't even mix in the lecture hall. We're the lecture house. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. y'all. You already know how it goes. <laughs> all y'all. The, you kind of like this guy, but when you can't decide between the filet fish or the Big Mac, and he says... I'll get you both. Thank you. You definitely <laughs> like this guy meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price.